This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 11th of February. In your Squeeze today, a 100-year-old man is charged in Germany over Nazi murders. More questions about hotel quarantine in Victoria. Nick Kyrgios fights on. And getting stuck. This is your Squeeze today. German prosecutors, Claire, have charged a 100-year-old man with 3,518 counts of accessory to murder on allegations he was a Nazi guard during the Second World War. This comes after recent legal changes in Germany, which means that anyone who helped a Nazi camp function, even those in what's considered low-level positions, can be prosecuted for accessory to the murders committed there. Yeah, it was about a decade ago when a man was convicted of working in a concentration camp He was said to be quite involved with what went down there. But what the judge said was that pretty much anyone who worked at a concentration camp could be held partly responsible for the atrocities. And that has seen a handful of cases Uh, prosecuted by German authorities. And this laying of charges against that 100-year-old man is one of those. Last week, authorities also charged a 95-year-old woman. She was a teenage secretary at one of the concentration camps during World War II. There's been some criticism that pursuing elderly people for these crimes isn't quite fair. But on the other hand, many argue that with the rise of far-right extremism around the world, Claire, doing so is more important than ever. Exactly right. And that's why German authorities say that it is important that there's no statute of limitations on murder. And that's why they need to go through with it. But it is in the context, as you say, of this rise of far right extremism. And it's also the case here in Australia. Last year, ASIO's Heather Cook said that right-wing extremism now accounts for 30 to 40% of its counter-terrorism work, and that's up from 10% in 2016. Of course, also 2019's Christchurch mosque attacks uh, were a big wake-up call. And for our part, the government is uh, in the middle of a parliamentary inquiry looking into extremism, and that's going to report in April. Yeah, that was announced by Home Affairs Minister Peter Dutton back in December. Down to Victoria now and there's questions, Claire, about how quarantine workers and guests caught COVID at Melbourne Airport's Holiday Inn Hotel. That comes after two more infections were recorded yesterday, bringing the total to eight. The hotel, Claire, has now been evacuated. Yeah, and what the state's chief health officer, Brett Sutton, yesterday said was that their working hypothesis is that the virus was spread via the vapour from a nebulizer. That's a device used to inhale medication. Uh, he said it fits all the profile. Premier Daniel Andrews has pressed pause on receiving more international travellers. They were going to increase their cap, uh, he said, while authorities get to the bottom of what's going on. All of this has caused South Australia to close their border to residents of Melbourne. That happened from midnight last night. 
The fate of Crown Resort's casino at Barangaroo in Sydney, Clare, now rests in the hands of New South Wales's gaming regulator. That's because New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian said yesterday that if the regulator, which is the Independent Liquor and Gaming Authority, adopts the inquiry's recommendations, all bets are off as far as Crown being granted a casino licence. Yeah, she really has left that determination in the regulator's hands and in light of that inquiry, pressure is mounting on the boss the CEO, Ken Barton, to step down, as well as Andrew Demetrio. Uh, Also, yesterday what happened was that representatives from Consolidated Press Holdings, which is James Packer's company, stepped off the board. Yeah, lots of chat about what happens to the CEO, what happens to the board, also about what happens if that casino is abandoned and how it might be turned into a high-end hotel, Claire. Or luxury apartments. How nice would that be? Beautiful view of the harbour. It's got a good view, that's for sure. For the next week or so, expect to hear a lot about Trump's impeachment trial, Claire. Indeed, it's going to be on for the next week, maybe a little bit longer than that. It's a pretty expedited affair. Both Democrats and Republicans seem to want to get it over and done with pretty quickly. To that end, Democrats yesterday uh, gave their pitch via a video presentation. It was emotion fueled. It was really interesting to watch just simply because of the footage right up close and personal to see exactly what went down on the 6th of January, those events in the Capitol when a mob of Trump supporters got in and in very violent scenes. Uh, even Trump's lawyer yesterday said that it's natural to record coil. After that, he didn't get pretty good reviews, even apparently from Donald Trump. Donald Trump wasn't happy with his legal team. The New York Times reported being told that on an angry scale of one to 10, Trump was at an eight. (laughs) As far as that video goes, that's available, of course, for the public to see, as is the whole trial. It's about 15 minutes long. And as you say, fairly confronting. To the Australian Open, Claire, Nick Kyrgios has scraped through to the third round overnight. But yesterday was really all about Aussie Tanasi Kokonakis, revealing he was wearing a $6 t-shirt from Kmart. Look, apparently you don't need all the fancy, expensive gear to play top-level sport. And look, if he doesn't turn up to the next round with the retailer's logo on his chest, I don't know what their marketing department is doing. So true, although they don't really need it. He's giving them their bang for their buck without (laughs) having to pay. (laughs) Lots of goodwill for Kokonakis. He's had a tough trip to his first win at the Aussie Open. He had glandular fever this time last year and at only 24 has had his fair share of injuries throughout his career or ready. Claire, I couldn't go past this story. Tessica Brown has become an internet sensation after mistakenly using Gorilla Glue on her hair. It's one of the world's (laughs) strongest glues. They call her Gorilla Glue Girl um, for obvious reasons. (laughs) And she's taken to TikTok. There's a series of videos about her struggle to overcome the issue when she ran out of hairspray and used the super strength adhesive instead. Uh, Of course, she's quite distressed about it. She also then swings into being quite amusing about it. But she's certainly uh, got a profile for herself these days, that's for sure. 
sure. Her hair is completely stuck in place. She's been to, I, I mean, the number one question I had was, has she been to emergency to try and get it, you know, taken off? Yes, she has. She's yep. tried at home remedies. Nothing is working nope. for poor old Tessica. No, that gorilla glue really does stick. It sure does. I'll pop a link to that in your episode notes. Kind of got to see it. Squeeze the day, Claire. Midday today, Ash Barty is playing fellow Aussie Daria Gavrilova. Oh, be a good one. That's a good lunchtime one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, for me, uh, on this day in 1977, a 20-kilogram lobster was caught off Nova Scotia. It's the heaviest crustacean ever found. Who got to eat that? Uh, no, it would have been a bit tough, I reckon. Oh, yeah, they're usually not that good when they're special, are mm. they? 20 True. kilos is big. Not that I know really anything about lobsters. Do not. That is not <laughs> factual at all. <laughs> Squeeze Shortcuts, of course, also is out today. Claire, we had a look at Myanmar and what's going on over there. We did. Of course, there's so much background to Aung San Suu Kyi, which is just worth getting across, but also just the historical context about why their fight for democracy is just so hard. A link to that is in your episode notes, also available on every podcast app. Just search for Squeeze Shortcuts. That's all from us and we'll be back tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.